Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of Tiff Time, the podcast that talks all things life and laughs. Got a really exciting show for you this week, guys. I will be talking all things my birthday and be sharing with you all some serious tea about. Well, you have to wait and see for that one, but you have all voted, the votes are in, and it is a tie this week, so you're getting a bit of extra tea. And I will, of course, be bringing you this week's Tiff's Tantrum. What am I having a tiff about this week? Well, stay tuned to find out. So it was, of course, my birthday last week. I turned the big 29. Oh. <laughs> it's so funny, right? Because when you're a kid... You just want to be an adult. You're just, oh, I can't wait for my 16th birthday. I can't wait for my 18th birthday. And then it's like, oh, I can't wait to be 21. And then after 21, you're sort of just like, there's like those few sort of in-betweeny birthdays that nobody really cares about. And just like, oh, yeah, 22, yeah, 23, yeah, 24, yeah. And then 25 is the big one again. And then I felt like after 25, I was a bit like, oh my gosh, like, what am I doing with my life? Where's my life going? Like, why have I not bought a house yet? Why have I not had a kid yet? And I'm like, looking back on it now, I just look at myself and think, oh, you silly fool. <laughs> but yeah, 29, it's just got me thinking like, wow, like I want to make sure the last year of my 20s is like one of the best. I want it to be whoa you know so and I've got plans people I have got plans so watch this space but yeah turned the big 29 had a super chilled day it's funny birthdays are so different when you're a mum because it's just like any other day really isn't it (laughs) just just like any other day yeah I get some nice presents get a little nice card that's cute everybody says happy birthday and it's all great but it is just like any other regular day like <laughs> birthday was on a Tuesday I really hate weekday birthdays they're so boring aren't they it's just like oh you don't want to do anything because it's just like oh it's a weekday like yawn but um my lovely mother-in-law uh, offered to take gabs uh, on the Saturday night after my birthday so Mr Casey and I could go out for dinner and have a nice chilled night together and I'd happened to mention to Mr Casey somewhere that I'd actually never been before and when I tell you the look of disgust on this boy's face like <laughs> it was like what you've never been here are you being serious like it was it it was a big deal alert so I said to him I've actually never eaten an Indian and and he was like what are you joking I was like no seriously and I'd only I mean I grew up I was a really picky eater so I hadn't even experienced Indian until I was like way into my 20s and was just like whoa like I have been missing out on so much here like what is wrong with me so it's always been Indian takeaway so naturally he's like right we have to go to a curry house you have to experience what it's like to eat in an Indian because it's like a whole nother level I was like well how different can it be like Indian takeaway is pretty good and he was like yeah but eating in is like incredible so I was like cool so there's a curry house just near to where we live like it's a short walk away so I thought yeah let's do that because then if I don't have to drive I don't I can have a little drink it'll be great so we went to this beautiful curry house 
And then <laughs> now, Mr. Casey, he's he's kind of had this habit of this whole week building up to us going to a curry house, telling everyone that I've never been to a curry house. And again, it's just the sheer shock on people's faces. Like in your 29 years of life, Tiffany, you've never been to a curry house. Like grow up. <laughs> I know, I know. So we went in and the waiter recognised him because Josh has been in there through work because he works just another short distance away. So he <laughs> was like, oh, welcome back. And then said to me, this is the first time here. And Mr. Casey's like, uh, first time in a curry house. And the guy looks at me, the waiter looks at me like sheer shock of, are you joking? Like, are you being serious? And he was like, but you've had curries before, right? I'm like, yeah, yeah, of course. I've just always had Indian takeaway. I've never actually been to a curry house. And he was just like, oh, you're in for a treat. Had an amazing dinner, like an unreal dinner. Like I don't, I, I didn't even realise what the actual difference is between eating in a curry house to actually just having an Indian takeaway. It was superb, like it was amazing. So I had a great little dinner, shared a bottle of wine and then walked home, got nice and settled on the sofa. Funny thing is, is we bought so many snacks like earlier in the day at the shop. We were just like, let's like get some snacks and we'll just veg out on the sofa tonight thinking that, yeah, we're going to be just munching away. And we were so full from dinner that we didn't even bother like all the snacks just got like left <laughs> on the side because we were just so full it was so nice and then by about half nine Mr Casey's fallen asleep on the sofa bless him I don't know what it is about a man that I don't know whether it's just my man or this is a thing that happens, but he has such a habit of falling asleep on the sofa. And I wake him up and I say, I'll go to bed or like come to bed or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 it's fine. I'm just going to finish watching this. And then five minutes later, he's out the game again. I'm like, oh my goodness, just go to bed. Like, what is going on? We have a perfectly nice, comfortable bed. Like, because I, I don't know how he does it. I mean, I know for a fact there's some days this boy is woken up at three in the morning completely disorientated, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. he's just missed half a night's sleep in his bed. You're crazy. I would never do that. <laughs> I can't do that, man. Anyway, I just said to him, let's go to bed. So we went to bed and we were in bed by half nine, ten o'clock on Saturday night and it was glorious it was absolutely glorious being a parent it's like your first couple of free nights that you get all you can actually do is think about the sleep that you've missed out on and that you can't wait to catch up on especially if you're lucky enough like I do to have like family members that can have your child overnight it's the most glorious feeling going to bed knowing I don't have to get up with a little one in the morning oh what a dream you honestly feel like you've hit the jackpot like sleep glorious sleep oh it's great it is so great and needless to say we didn't get out of bed till like 10 the next day so <laughs> we definitely needed it but it was such a nice birthday and shout out to all the people that made it so so special thank you thank you thank you I had a wonderful day. A little update on our little fruit. Her now front two teeth are coming in so rapidly. Honestly, it's like I literally look at her and I see her getting married, going off, getting a mortgage, having kids. I'm just like, oh, 
And this is how much of an overthinker I am. It's just that her front two teeth are coming in now that I'm already thinking about her moving out and getting a mortgage and getting married and having kids herself. Honestly, it's crazy. (laughs) It's so crazy. When When you have a kid, the things you think about, because even still to this day, I constantly just watch her on the monitor. Like I will wake up just to watch her on the monitor to make sure she's okay. I just, I can't help it. I'm just, I said to myself that I wasn't going to be an overbearing mother. Yeah, that's going to go out the window. Like, <laughs> because I'm just obsessed. I'm obsessed with my child. I, I, I just can't help it. I can't help it. And what's even funnier was the other night, because we've got like a little video monitor, and I was so tired that I fell asleep and I forgot to put it on charge. So when I woke up, I woke up at like five in the morning and realised the monitor was off. So I'm like scrambling about to get this monitor on charge just to see her. She's fine. She's absolutely fine because she sleeps through the night perfectly. She is the absolute dream, bless her. So yeah, just being a parent is tough, guys. It's like... <laughs> It is honestly so tough. It is now time for Tiff's tea. What will I be spilling the tea on this week? Well, I put a vote out and I thought I would make it birthday related because in case anyone didn't know it was my birthday last week. (laughs) So the options were best birthday, worst birthday, Uh, thoughts on turning 30 and my biggest annoyance on my birthday and it was actually a tie this week so you guys are getting some extra tea and the winners that came out on top were worst birthday and biggest annoyance on my birthday so my worst birthday I feel like I have to be honest and say that I have been quite lucky over the years that I have had quite good birthdays. I've had a lot of supportive friends around me that have made my birthdays really special. But one birthday in particular does come to mind and I think it didn't help that I was probably not in a a very good space anyway. Um, Mental health wise, I just a lot was going on in my life. I had just moved back from Lanzarote. I was kind of sofa surfing for a good month, trying to sort of find somewhere to live. And luckily I'd found somewhere just before my birthday, which was amazing. Um, <clears throat> and yeah, it was just, it was a very weird time in my life because I had decided to move back from Lanzarote because I wanted to get serious about my career. I felt like I needed to get serious about life. I think it was like my 23rd birthday this was, you know, I was I was panicking for some reason that I was going to be left behind. I, I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking back then. Like, I have no idea. So I had just, yeah, I'd just moved into a house share. So I had this beautiful room and I had decided that I was going to go out with my friends on the Saturday before my birthday, which was great. I had an amazing night, just parted the night away. It was fabuloso. And then I just started a new job, right? So my birthday was on like a weekday. It was on like a Tuesday or something. It was just like a normal day. Like I was like, I'm not going to take the day off for my birthday because I only just started this job. I'm not going to do that. 
and bless them like they've got me like hot in the caterpillar cake and you know they they don't know me they didn't really know what to say i don't think they got me a card because it was just that awkward that you know like colleagues work colleagues always want to write something funny in your birthday card like they didn't know me like i'd literally just started from like the week before so you know anywho so it was just like a regular day and i'd saved all my birthday cards to open on my birthday and came home and obviously i've just moved into this place so i didn't really have much um i didn't even have a tv so it was very very quiet and i just sat with a little glass of wine opened my birthday cards and just had a little cry. Like I was, I was just very lonely back on it now. And I'm like, oh, I just want to go back and give her a little cuddle, like bless her. Because I felt this pressure in life that, you know, I had this expectancy that I had to do these things. I had to have a great career. I should really get on the property ladder and blah, blah, blah. But then it was just a really lonely life, you know. I could have easily stayed in Croydon, done that, you know, had this high-profile career, but then I wouldn't be where I am now. And I'm so happy now, you know, with the things I have in life and my daughter and my partner and, you know, it all came together later in life. And I think that's what a, a lot of young people, particularly people in their early 20s, sort of panic about that, oh, I've not done this yet or I've not done that. And it's like, these things will come, you know? And so on that birthday, I was just very sad and very alone. I think I just wanted to be back in Lanzarote, which I did actually eventually move back a couple of months later because I was just that miserable. So all's well and ends well. But that was definitely a tough birthday. I just felt so alone just didn't I just didn't see the point in celebrating my birthday and I never usually feel like that so it was sad but here we are now and I'm having amazing amazing birthdays with my amazing family so it's all good people the story ends well and my biggest annoyance on my birthday right this is such an easy one since I was little I've always had a thing about cards I love getting a birthday card I know there's so many people that just don't care about birthday cards just end up throwing them away I am not that girl all right I love birthday cards I still have birthday cards from childhood it's that deep I love a birthday card and I always always keep my birthday cards so it's a big deal in my little world so when it's my birthday, if I've invited someone somewhere, that person is very special to me because I wouldn't be inviting them to any kind of birthday celebrations if I didn't want them to be there. So if that birth, if that that birthday person, <laughs> they're not the birthday person. I'm the birthday person. <laughs> if that person turns up to my birthday, present in hand, it's cool because that's even that's even more special that you've you've got me a present. But times are tough. I get that. So I would always, always expect a card. If no present and no card, what are you even doing here? Don't come to my birthday empty-handed. Because I think with a card, what makes a card so special is you pick it out, you write something nice in it, and it's treasured forever. I know there are a lot of people out there that, that, as I said, they just throw away birthday cards, but that's not me. And anyone that knows me knows I don't throw away birthday cards. So it's always been an annoyance over the years. Like if I didn't get 
a birthday card of people that I kind of expected birthday cards off of. And I love a personalised birthday cards. Like that is more of a treasure to me than even a present. Well, depending on the present, but yeah. <laughs> I love personalised cards because it's just, it's the thought that goes into these cards, you know, it's so, so important. And I mean, you can get cards for like a pound at Card Factory and those kinds of places. So I just think there's no excuse not to give someone a card, particularly me. That's my personal opinion of a birthday annoyance. Like if you can't afford a present, no problem, man, but get me a card. And the second one is when I don't get messages from, can I just, sorry, can we just pause there? Can you hear those light? Can you hear, can you hear those lights? Can you hear those sirens? I want to take you back to a few episodes ago, Tiff's tantrum, when it's a quiet street. Now you hear nothing. You know why you hear nothing? Because there was no cars. There's no cars coming there. Why have you got not only your lights on, but also your sirens? Oh, so annoying. So honestly, fuming, mate. Absolutely fuming. <laughs> anyway, anyway, so where was I? The second annoyance that I have is when I don't get messages from people that I would expect to message me on my birthday. I know I sound super self-righteous when I'm saying this and I don't mean to like but you know like close-knit friends message your your friend on their birthday come on you know social media is such a beautiful thing now you have the option of just popping these messages over it's not a difficult thing to do come on bros come on and do you know what I am that level of petty right on Facebook, if I see that it's somebody's birthday, <laughs> I will go into their profile, I will click the little um, see friendship button, right? And if they've not wished me a happy birthday, I ain't wishing them a happy birthday. <laughs> I genuinely do that. Because I'm like, nah, screw you. Like, if, if you're not wishing me a happy birthday, then I ain't wishing you a happy birthday. Like, <laughs> that is my level of petty. I'm not even going <laughs> to... And that is so petty, but I don't care. And then even worse so, if I've sent them a little post like on their birthdays for like the last two years running and they've not sent me one back, oh, you're unfriended, B. Like, we're done here. Why are we even friends on Facebook if you don't want to wish me a happy birthday? Rude. So rude. So, yeah, that is tiff's tea this week i mean i feel like it was a mixture of tiff's tea and tiff's tantrum there <laughs> so y'all are welcome <laughs> it's now time for tiff's tantrum what am i having a tiff about this week so this week is one in particular and it's that i'm starting to really hate where we live we moved into this flat two years ago this year and we loved it at first. It was great. We were sort of like, it's nice, nice and quiet area. I wouldn't say it's like a main road next to us, but there's, you know, there's traffic. There's traffic. Bloody police cars that keep their sirens on. Anyway, <laughs> so we loved it. It was great. And... I guess now having a baby, there's certain aspects of your home that you just really start to hate. 
like I don't know if anybody else feels like this but this is a big thing for me so when we first moved in we moved in sort of towards the back end of the year and about maybe two months after we moved in they because there's like sort of little grass parts around where I live like right around like little guard there's like a little garden for everyone to use and um just sort of like little greenery just around the building and I was having a nice lay-in because obviously I was still working at the time so you know hard day at work and all that and all of a sudden I just suddenly start to hear it's a lawnmower it's a bloody lawnmower right outside the window the bedroom window so honestly I was just like oh what an absolute joke what a joke and it's not even the fact that they're fair enough the grounds need to be kept up with the grass needs to be cut that's fine but they are here so regularly like it's winter people like I don't mind the grass getting a little long man and I know it's like I shouldn't be complaining about them doing maintenance around the (laughs) gardens but it's just such a pain in the backside especially now at the moment because obviously when baby takes her naps in the day I can't tell you how hard it is when she's napping and suddenly they come round with their extra loud lawnmowers going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. I think you got it, bro. Like, I think you cut the grass fine. Like, because I don't know whether it's that they're trying to run up the clock to, you know, get some extra money or whatever, whatever. But it is such an annoyance. And it's just little things that are starting to build up like that. Like... <laughs> It's so annoying. And I actually, (laughs) today they actually came and I was walking across the living room and the guys obviously noticed somebody in the window and sort of looked at me and I honestly shot him the filthiest look as if to say, you better not wake up my baby bitch. Like, (laughs) she had a tough night last night and so did I. So you better, you better do your thing and do it quick. (laughs) You better do it quick. So yeah, that's, that's, that's tantrum one. Tantrum two. Now in the UK at the moment, the police are getting a lot of bad press, particularly when it comes to stories about women that are you know reporting things to the police and them not taking it seriously and it is one of those things that as a woman would I be completely confident to go to the police probably not probably not and that's a very very sad state of affairs if you ask me because it's just I mean you know police are there to protect you they're there that is their job their job is putting you first essentially and when that's not happening it's just it's wrong it's so wrong like what kind of country are we living in here anyway so Mr Casey and I had gone to the shop gone to Tesco's nip to Tesco's and We've seen two police officers, right? 
as we were parking up, these police officers kind of strolled to their car, you know, having a bit of balance, having a bit of a laugh. They've obviously got their lunch or whatever, meal deal, whatever. And where this particular test goes is, there's like a sort of little, um, it's it's on a roundabout. And then when you get in, there's another roundabout where you can go into the superstore, you can go into the petrol station. It takes, I, I'd say, less than a minute to get out of there unless it's really, really busy, <clears throat> which it wasn't on this particular day. There was just a few cars around. And then as we parked up, we suddenly seen this police car. It had come <clears throat> sort of round the car park, seen that there was a few cars in front, and then suddenly the lights went on and the sirens, and it's like trying to build it out this, uh, out this little sort of car park area. I honestly turned to Mr. We both turned to each other and we were just like, really? Like, are you being serious? Like, fair enough if you've just been radioed, but I don't think you had because you had your radios on you and you were still strolling out of Tesco's like, you know, nothing. So, and I have absolutely no doubt in my mind and, you know, anyone that works for the police, feel free to get in touch with me and tell me I'm wrong. But I have no doubt in my mind that there are sometimes police cars that will sit in traffic and be like, you know what, can't be arsed with this, stick their lights on and just cruise right ahead. Tell me I'm wrong, because I don't think I am. In fact, I know I'm not because I've seen it. And yes, I know you could get radios about, you know, certain things. Like, I get that. I understand that. But don't tell me you've not taken advantage of the system because you definitely have. Like... In our jobs, we all do it, you know, we all bend the rules a little bit. We all sort of, you know, do things that are, you know, maybe a bit, oh, well, you know, like on company time or whatever. But a hundred percent you've done that. Because seeing that just really reiterated for me, wow, there are certain police officers in the UK right now that, you know, I, I do want to be careful about what I say here. But there are definitely certain police officers, not all, not all, because I know that, you know, I've met police officers that are amazing at their job, particularly working in a children's home. You know, we had regular police visits, particularly when kids went missing and that kind of thing. So I know there's a lot of good police officers out there, but there's also a hell of a lot of bad ones and a lot of jobs worth ones and those are the ones that need to be spoken out against but then the scary thing is is that there's news reports of women in policing that are complaining about things like sexual harassment in the workplace not being taken seriously as a woman and they're just kind of laughed off because it's the higher ups that are you know dismissing this and it's disgusting it's absolutely disgusting. The fact that, you know, these types of people are in power is so scary. It is really, really, really scary. And, you know, especially with me being a mother now, having to sort of teach these things to my daughter is just heartbreaking. It's absolutely heartbreaking, particularly the fact that for anyone that doesn't know, obviously, Mr. KC is black, I'm white, our daughter is mixed race. The fact that I have to then have the conversation with my babies one day that, listen, there's going to be certain police members that 
if you are ever in trouble, just, you know, bite your tongue. Just do whatever they ask you to do. Don't put yourself in a dangerous, vulnerable position with these people. Play it smart. And that is sadly because of the colour of their skin. You know, like, it is, it's shocking to me. It's shocking to me that there's people out there that are racist, that are narcissists, that are sexists, and these people work for the police. The police are supposed to be people that are protecting us out here. And what they are doing in their personal life is clearly affecting their work, you know? So, sorry, I have gone on... <laughs> I've gone off on a proper wee tangent there, but I think it is important to shine a light on this. And it is very scary. No doubt I'll definitely talk about this in further episodes because I've literally only just touched upon it slightly. So a bit of a serious tantrum for you this week, but I really, I just have to get these things off my chest because we all need to support each other, particularly you know, when it comes to supporting women, women supporting women, we are amazing. We are all in this together. You know, there are certain aspects of life that each and every one of us will have to live and each and every one of us can support each other in that. Because I always find that when someone, someone says to you, they understand is different to someone that's experienced the same thing you're going through and says they understand. So that was Tiff's tantrum this week. Uh, I hope that got you thinking. I hope that got you thinking and I hope that got you sort of either, you know, agreeing like, yeah, yeah. Or, you know, if you do disagree with anything I've said, please get in touch. I want to hear from you. I would love, love to hear some debates on this. Not that I think there would be many, to be fair. Now, I do want to end the show on a bit of a lighter note because I've been talking about some deep stuff. So, and I also just want to stress as well that everything I say on here is my opinion. Everybody is entitled to a beautiful little thing, sometimes not so beautiful, called an opinion. And... They can express their opinions to those that want to listen to them or they can express their opinions to themselves. But it is all just opinions. So first, I just want to stress that. Secondly, I thought I'd finish with a funny story that has actually just happened to me today. So I thought, you know what, let me get this story on the uh, this episode because I'm, I'm probably going to forget otherwise. So... Uh, we've been basically having problems with our windows. We had our windows installed last year, new windows, and there's been like mad condensation built up and like going into the walls and stuff. So I've been harping on at these window people, like, you need to come back and look at the windows because it's not on really. Like the landlord spent thousands of pounds on these new windows and there's still water coming through my walls. Like why? So guy finally came out today, right? this sort of older gentleman if you say just your typical old boy like fitting windows yeah yeah and I'm showing him the windows and say like explaining the problems and the worst one is in me and Mr Casey's bedroom so 
take him to the window and obviously explaining and he's saying, yeah, well, what we can do is we can put in this insulation and blah, 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 like whatever, whatever. And then I say to him, oh yeah, can I just show you the, the living room windows as well? And <laughs> as we're walking out the bedroom, I noticed obviously our bedroom isn't massive. So, so you have to kind of walk around the bed to get out. And I noticed bold as brass on the floor <laughs> some Durex lube <laughs> and I looked down and I was like oh no I didn't see that like, <laughs> I made such a point today of like making sure the windows were vent- ventilated so you know they knew that I was properly ventilated and all this jazz I made such a point of the windows making sure like the areas around them were clean that I completely forgot about the lube on the floor <laughs> honestly I was affronted I could not get him out the door fast enough <laughs> once he'd explained everything I was just like yeah yeah that's great okay like bye <laughs> Oh, and you know what? I know he definitely noticed it because as his foot was turning, <laughs> he kind of knocked it a little bit. <laughs> oh, man. Honestly, the embarrassment. Honestly, God, so embarrassing. Like, cringe. <laughs> oh, man. But good. Yeah. So, but it is what it is. I'm sure he's gone into houses and seen a lot worse but I just thought that was hilarious and I just wanted to share it all with you so yeah there it was and with that we come to the end of another tiff time I hope you all enjoyed this episode I hope this episode got you thinking a little bit as well I do you know I love to make you all laugh but I also love to sort of get people thinking about things and sort of opening up conversations if you will because I think opening up conversations is a very important part of society and it should be done more so let me know your thoughts this week everyone you know I'd love to hear from you all my socials you know them by now it's it's tiff time pod for insta facebook and twitter and I'd love to get your comments I'd love to know your thoughts and if you're happy to share them on the pod then I will of course put them in the next episode but you've been listening to tiff time pod thank you so much